Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is August 19th, and our reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, in this chapter, Paul is going to teach us some things about spiritual gifts. This is so good. Watch this. Beginning in verse 4, he says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it's the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. Now, let me just stop there and highlight several things. I love this. First, he says all of these spiritual gifts that we have, and listen, I've got a gift, you've got a gift, every believer has a or some spiritual gifts. And he says all of these gifts, they come from the Lord. They're a work of grace, a gift of grace. You didn't do anything to earn it. We just receive it by faith. And then he says the purpose of these gifts are to serve the Lord and to serve each other. I love that. So we use our gifts not for ourselves, but in our service to the Lord and to each other. And then watch this. He takes the pressure off. He says it's the Holy Spirit that is empowering us to serve the Lord and serve each other. I just love all of that. We all have a gift. We don't have to earn it. It's a gift of grace. It's to serve the Lord and to serve each other. And the Holy Spirit is present to empower us to serve. So the pressure's off. It's not up to you. And sometimes we look at the church and we see people with certain gifts and, and we get intimidated and we think, gosh, I'm not sure I could ever do that. Well, listen, all you have to do is to discover your gift and you can trust the Holy Spirit will empower you to exercise your gift to serve the Lord and other people in the very same way that you see the Holy Spirit anointing and empowering someone else to use their gift. There's no different. God's with you, and God's given you a gift, and it's for the service of the Lord and the body of Christ, and the Spirit of God is present in you to utilize your gift. And then he goes through and he highlights a handful of spiritual gifts. And I don't think this is necessarily an exhaustive list, but it's just some of the gifts. Beginning in verse 7, he talks about the gift of helps. Verse 8, wisdom, then special knowledge, and then faith and healing, miracles, prophecy, discernment, tongues, interpretation of tongues. And then he says he alone decides which gift each person should have. So there's no reason for me to envy someone else's gift. I can trust that God has given me the gift he wants me to have. Again, not for my benefit and not for my exaltation, but so that I can use that gift to be a blessing to the body of Christ and to the Lord. And watch what he says at the end of verse 13. This is so good. He says, you were all baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Oh, that's so good. When we trust in Jesus, listen, the Holy Spirit baptizes us or immerses us or places us into the body of Christ, into the family of God, into the big C 
church. So when you trusted Jesus, in American culture, we have a tendency to think about uh, our faith in very, very personal terms. You know, I have a personal relationship with, with Jesus. And although that's true, it's also true that when we trusted Christ, he placed us into a family, into a body, into the big C church. And we are a part of something bigger than just ourselves. And these gifts are for that family. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, you know, I'm just not sure. Alan, I know you've got a teaching gift and and I see God using you, but I'm not sure how God could could use me and my little old gift over here. No, Paul knew you were going to say that. And watch what he says next, beginning in verse 14. He says, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. And if the foot says, well, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand. Well, that doesn't make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, well, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye. Well, that wouldn't make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, how would we hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would we smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. I mean, <laughs> how strange it would be if a person was just an ear. I mean, just imagine if the world was full of a bunch of ears. A whole person was an ear. A whole person was a nose. That's all the all people were is a, is a nose on planet Earth. How ridiculous that would be, right? No, our bodies are made up of all of these parts, and all the parts are so important. Verse 21, he says, The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. There's, In fact, think about your own body. There's probably no body part that you would say, Well, I don't really need this hand. I've got another one. Right? In fact, if somebody were to come to you and say, Hey, I'll, I'll buy one of your body parts. <laughs> I mean, chances are none of us are selling our parts. They're too important, right? It's, and it's part of what it means to be human, to be you, is all of those parts. And to be the church, to be the body of Christ, to be the family of God, guess what? It's all the parts. Your part, your gift, your role is so important to what God is trying to do here at Definition Church, and in Greensboro, and around the world. But unfortunately, in American culture, it's so easy to come to church and sit on the sideline and watch other people exercise their gift. So let me just ask you, are you exercising your gift to serve the Lord and to serve the body of Christ to make a difference in your world? Listen, if you don't learn to live for something bigger than yourself, then the truth is you never really experience the happiness and the satisfaction that God created you for. In fact, I love this. One of the things that, that's so cool to me about secular psychology, when Maslow was creating his hierarchy of needs, he used to think, well, the ultimate goal was, was self-actualization to become the the best version of you possible, that was the ultimate goal. Well, now psychology understands that's not the case. The ultimate goal is transcendence. The ultimate goal is once you've become the best version of you is to begin living for something bigger than you, to make a difference in your world. And that's where you discover 
true life. That's what this passage is all about. Paul is inviting us to change our world, and your gift makes all the difference. Just think about this. God, not only has he given you special spiritual gifts, he put you in a certain family. He's allowed you to go through certain experiences. He's given you certain education. He's given you certain on-the-job training. He's given you influence in certain ways, gifts and abilities and perspective. And you know, the truth is we can leverage all of that, everything that God has done or allowed in our life for the serving, for the benefit of the Lord Jesus, the body of Christ, and our world. So I want to encourage you. Come on, get off the sideline. Let's do this together. Let's leverage our gifts to make a difference. Now, if you're a part of Definition Church, you say, well, okay, what's my next step? The next step is CORE. And CORE will help you to understand our mission, a little bit about our history and values. And it'll allow you to connect with us so we can come alongside you and help you to discover and to begin practicing, exercising those gifts to make a difference in your world. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for every person listening. God, I'm so encouraged to know that you have generously given us all a spiritual gift, which also means you've invited us into your work. You've invited us to serve your body, your bride, your family. God, what an honor that is. Lord, your spirit has brought these spiritual gifts, and we're so thankful. And your spirit has promised to empower us to serve and to exercise those gifts for your glory. God, I pray that we all have faith to trust you that way, to step out and begin trying and to see what you can do. God, I pray that you would show us all what our gifts are. God, I pray that you would help us to to make our gifts and serving you and serving the body of Christ a top priority in our life. Sometimes we're so busy and so overextended that the truth is we have very little time to do what we were ultimately created for. So God, I pray that you'd help us to to wrestle some of our priorities and, and put this near the top so we can make a difference in our world. Thank you again for loving us and blessing us so much with this gift. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me again today. I hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.